Welcome to Just Being Me. My name is Emma Garter, and this podcast is all about living your life with true authenticity, from what you wear to how you show up for yourself and others. We'll cover topics like finding and living your purpose, cultivating your own unique style, conscious dating, self-love, and so much more. I hope to show you that by going through life, being yourself, you can create a life you truly love. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of Just Being Me. I am very excited to be back. And if you're new here, if you've never heard my voice before, hello, I'm Emma. It is very nice to meet you. And if you are a recurring listener, and if you listen to my other episodes, I just want to say thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And I also appreciate you that are new to this. So today's episode is all about mindset shifts. I have changed my whole way of thinking and my whole way of seeing life in the past two years. Before this, I I wouldn't say that I was a very negative person. I've always tried to be very positive. But something within me has been like, okay, why am I going through life feeling like, you know, everything is against me. I don't feel safe. I don't feel heard and feel seen, if that makes sense. So I also want to say I'm not a mindset coach. I am only sharing from my own experience and what I've seen um, other people do that I've also gotten inspired by. So yeah, I'm going to talk about 12 different mindset shifts that has completely changed my life. And I think they'll change yours too. So the first one we're going to talk about is gratefulness and having an abundant mindset. So this is something that I've gotten very much into for the past year at least and that is being grateful for everything you have around you right now. Yeah you know we can always get more, we can always aspire to do more and have more and have more friends and better relationships and um, more money, you know? But actually, have you ever just looked around and been like, wow, I have a roof over my head. I have food that I eat. I'm not starving. I am warm on the coldest days. Like, we sometimes forget that we are so, so lucky. We are so lucky. You're listening to this right now, either on a phone or a computer or wherever you're listening to this. Just that, like seeing everything you have around you also helps you be more grateful when you get other things. So for example, if you get a new job, some people... Just like, okay, okay, I have a job. What's next? What's next? And they're always looking for the next thing, the the thing that will finally fulfill them, the thing that will finally 
make them happy. But if you have that mindset, if you always think that you need more and you need something else that's better, you will never be happy. You will never feel like, okay, you know, I'm finally there. I finally hacked the code to life and I finally feel like I have everything I need. Because if you feel like, oh no, there's always more, you know, you'll never get to that point. And also with having the abundance mindset, I think knowing that, you know, you're grateful for everything you have, but you also, there's also more out there for you. This is not the final say, and this might sound a little bit contradictory, but you know, there's always more love, more, um, and I, yeah, like love in general. There's always things around you, abundance around you that sometimes you just miss out on and you're not realizing it or recognizing it. Number two is don't take yourself too seriously. And I've done that my whole life. I've thought like, oh, I need to be a grown up. I am because I'm a very old soul and I've always felt like, um, you know, I'm more mature for my age and I stopped playing. I stopped having fun. I stopped being silly, doing weird things that doesn't make sense to anyone else but me. And that's something I've gotten more and more into, like just doing random shit just to do it, like. For example, I've started walking on the street while I'm listening to music and dancing and just like, you know, I I can't sing out loud because my headphones, they kind of, they stop the music if I sing out loud. But I'm just, um, what do you call it? Mimicking the words, miming the words and just dancing and just, you know, like, don't caring about what other people think. And that takes time. And I know that for a lot of these things, I want to say like, this is not just like a, an overnight thing. It will take some practice. It will require you to actually put in some effort into shifting your mindset. Because, you know, if we're wired to do something for a whole life, and then we l- we're like, okay, I'm going to start doing it a different way we're automatically going to go back to that first way of doing things and first way of seeing things. So it will take time, but start and actually, you know, take those first steps. And when it comes to don't taking yourself so seriously, if you fuck up, that's totally fine. You know, I, I have another story. I was at the gym. Oh, I have more stories. I don't know why I kind of fuck up at the gym or do weird stuff, but uh, I have two stories. So the first one was a while ago and I was doing, um, I'm not great with terminology when it comes to gym equipment, but I was doing those like, um, like pulling down that I'm doing a motion with my hand, but um, do pulling down a pole, you know, to work out my back. And <laughs> when I was, um between a set I 
sat down again and I literally just fell off the thing that I was sitting on because it was a lot shorter than I was think that I thought it was and I just fell on the ground on my butt and I just laughed it off and I was like what <laughs> I had no idea that was gonna happen but like a few years ago I would have been so embarrassed and left that machine but I went back on it and I kept going because I was like you know I fucked up and that's totally fine not even fucked up I just you know fell on my butt and I'm gonna talk more about failing afterwards but yeah and then <laughs> I was at the gym with my roommate a few days ago I want to say and I <laughs> we were leaving the gym and I was doing a, a pirouette in the middle of the gym and I tripped on myself <laughs> I tripped on myself and I was like first of all I was doing a period period actually I was doing a pirouette in the middle of the gym so everyone was seeing me everyone could see me and then I tripped as well and I was just I started laughing so hard because I was like oh my god and I would have never ever first of all taken a pirouette in the middle of the gym and also, I would have been so embarrassed if I was like, oh my god, everyone saw that I just tripped on myself. This is so embarrassing. But it's not. Life is too short to take yourself too seriously. The third one is stop gossiping and start celebrating celebrating others. And this is something I have taken part of as well and it's been something that's not hard to um shift but we're mirrors of each other and if you see someone that's doing something and you start gossiping about them you start talking behind their back you start being like oh like why is she acting like that like no like she's weird or whatever that might be a reflection of you a part of you that you're not meeting that you're not comfortable with that you haven't accepted within yourself and it could be all kinds of things but start celebrating people instead instead of using all your energy on gossiping about other people start working on yourself instead start actually going within and use these people that trigger you and use these people that you're jealous of or um that you're annoyed by and start going within and being like oh like why is this actually bothering me why did this trigger me and through doing that, and I'm not perfect at this, you know, I still have some stuff that I need to work on when it comes to gossiping, but I have come so much further. Something that I have um, been really bad at in the past is not gossiping, but talking badly about where I live. And because the thing is, if you've listened to my episode about... Um, I think it's my clothing journey. 
where I was born and raised, it's very like conformed and everyone is wearing the same things and all these things. But instead of being like, okay, like, no, everyone is mean. Everyone is blah, blah, blah. I've been like, okay, like, you know, they all have their own things that they struggle with. They all have their own insecurities. They all have their own um, traumas from the past that have formed them to be who they are today. And even though it's not an excuse, and if people are mean, like, it's not an excuse, but actually seeing that and actually, you know, knowing that it's, there's something deeper and then going within yourself and healing the things that are deeper within you, it'll help you to start celebrating other people instead of gossiping about what they're doing, how they're acting. And you'll focus more on yourself. Like you won't be as encapsulated in everyone else's life. You'll be like, okay, I'm going to focus on my life instead because I'm the one that I'm going to live with, with the re- for the rest of your life. Number four. Be kind to yourself and to others. I think a lot of people have this tendency to beat themselves up about things they're doing wrong, about how they look, and about things that they can't get right. And I'm still doing it to this day. I've gotten so much better, but there is still, you know, um, if I can get everything done that I need to get done in a day I'm like oh like Emma like why didn't you focus more or why did you get distracted by your phone or whatever it is but also just being kind to yourself and being like wow I actually accomplished these things I might have not accomplished exactly everything I wanted to do but I got three out of five things done that's three things instead of none Also remember, like, how do you talk to yourself? What kind of words do you use? Because if you're like, oh, I have too much um, fat around my stomach. I um, never seem to get this right. I am bad with names. Like all these things, your words and how you talk to yourself affects how you are and how you show up in the world. And also remember, like, being kind to other people. We're all humans. We're all here having some sort of similar experience. And yeah, we might go through different things and our lives are different, but we're still humans and we're still here on this earth together. And I believe that we're all one. We've all been created the same way. We've all come to this earth to, I want to say, fulfill a mission. And we all have um, our own different paths. And it might we might cross paths at some point in our life. And being mean to people that you don't know who are, you don't know what they're going through, you have no idea what they're dealing with. Like, instead of being, not mean, but instead of ignoring other people or instead of just, you know, thinking that their life or them as a person is not as important as you are. 
I would suggest like smiling to people, saying hi, and really just try to show up for other people like you want to show up for yourself. Number five is celebrate your wins. This one is so important because I think a lot of people only celebrate the big milestones in their life. And that's great. You know, it's great that you celebrate your um, big successes. But I also think it's really important to celebrate the small wins. The tiny things you get done. The tiny things you manage to get. For me, like, I'm really, I want to go more into my modeling career. And this week, I've gotten two uh, opportunities to do photo shoots. And that's two more than it was last week. And this one is actually for a brand. And even though it might not be like, oh, I'm shooting for Vogue Scandinavia. Like, this is a step in the right direction. So I'm going to celebrate that. I'm going to be so happy and grateful. There you have it again, gratefulness for your small wins and the small little stepping stones because life is not about always having these big leaps. You need to do the small steps. And it's important, like, if you work out one day, be grateful and be um, and celebrate that celebrate that wow I managed to get to the gym I managed to go for a walk and once you start celebrating every little thing in your life you will start getting more things to celebrate what you focus on you attract so by actually being with these things and actually feeling into them being like wow I am proud of myself for doing this you'll eventually get more opportunities, get more things that you will be grateful for and that you will be proud of yourself for getting. Number six, start reflecting on the past. And one thing that I want to note with this is that don't get stuck in the past. Don't get stuck in always wanting to look back and always wanting to be like, okay, how did I um, do in this situation? Or how did I show up with this person? But just starting to, if we want to go with, for example, um, relationships, look back on your past relationships, notice what happened, why did it end? Why? um, Or how did I show up? I think that's really important. How did I show up in this relationship? Because I'm going to go more into this in um, a different episode about love, but there are two people in a relationship. Two people have to make it work. Two people have to work on themselves in order to have a healthy and good relationship. But sometimes we're very quick to be like, oh, it's all the other person's fault. I did nothing wrong. And that's not true. It's not that you did anything wrong, but it's your patterns and it's your way of behaving and your insecurities and traumas that you bring into this new relationship. So actually going back, reflecting on the past, seeing 
what you could have done differently. And also, um, now I'm going into relationships a lot, but it's a great example for this. And also, reflecting on the qualities that that person or situation or job had and being like, okay, like, why did I attract that? Why did I get a person with that quality? And seeing like, oh, do I have any limiting beliefs around this? Do I feel like I'm not worthy of having someone that is emotionally available? Do I not deserve someone that, or do I have any limiting beliefs um, and fears about, oh, this person is going to leave me. This person is going to cheat because you maybe saw that in your childhood. Maybe you had a parent that cheated on your um, other parent. Like there are all these little things that are linked and it's so interesting when you go into these things and you actually start looking into how you show up and why you show up in that way. Number eight. No, number seven. Yeah, this is this kind of goes into number six, but notice the patterns that come up in your life. And the funny thing is like, The patterns that show up in, for example, relationships might show up in your work because most likely these are deeper, um, these are a deeper feeling of not being worthy, of not feeling like you're enough, not feeling like you're too much, feeling like you're, feeling like you don't deserve the money or you don't feel like you deserve the relationships. And actually seeing the patterns and seeing where it kind of goes into. Because usually there's a deeper feeling. There's a deeper thing about you that is showing up in different areas of your life. So just starting to have the awareness. Starting to be like, okay, why is this happening to me? Why is... Because I think everything in life is linked. Everything is in life comes together because you are that person that it revolves around. Number eight, find the beauty in every day. Oh, I love this one. This one is, I think, one of my values. No, I don't think. I know this is one of my values, beauty. And For some people, it might be like, oh, like beauty, that's very shallow. That's very like, um, like everything has to be beautiful all the time. And that's not how it is for me. For me, beauty is seeing the little things, seeing, noticing, and feeling into things that are beautiful, especially in nature, especially in the things around us and picking up on all these small things that most people kind of just don't see ever because they're so busy with their everyday life. And for me, at least I used to live on autopilot. And once I actually started to be more present, I started to be more in the environment and in just my body and being with things around me, I can see the tiniest little things. And I'm like, wow, that's gorgeous. 
and starting to open up to that. And you'll see more and more beauty everywhere you go. I think a lot of people underestimate the beauty of a sunset, for example, or one single flower. And actually looking into it and seeing all the little details and seeing how it's constructed and especially with nature like that is created and it's not man-made it's created by earth it's created by this bigger force and the details are so intricate i saw this i went on a walk with a friend and we found this like backyard that was open to the public and I'd never gone in there I've walked that route where we walked a couple of times and I've just never taken the time to actually see like oh this is somewhere I can go and look at something and we walked into this backyard and there was this huge or this big wall full of vines and What was so interesting about this is that at the bottom of the vines, these vines had intertwined and they created this like spiral effect. And then I started thinking like, why is this happening? And they were thicker at the bottom, which makes sense. But I started thinking like, why is this happening? Why are these intertwined and not the other type of vine that was next to it? And I was like, wow, like this, this bulk of vines is huge. Like there were so many vines at the top and it was, it looked very heavy. And I was like, okay, like this vine is creating a stronger base so that it can hold everything that climbs up the wall. And if you don't take the time to notice these little things, you can't really understand why things in the world work the way they work and look the way they look. You might just be like, oh, like this is cool. But if you truly take the time to look at the beauty and being like, this, this vine, this tree that's going up the wall has created a structure because it knows what to do and I think that's just so fascinating like no one told it that it needed to be thicker at the bottom and be uh, intertwined with each other to have a more stable base but it just naturally did it it just naturally formed and created this beautiful pattern so start looking at things around you start being like with everything even this like um, this road that was lit up and it had all these like lights that looked like stripes and there were people passing and they just like they looked like shadows start noticing these little things and pick up on them because you're gonna notice more and more the more you actually tap in to that beauty that is around you in your everyday then we have number nine And this one I know might be controversial, but I'm going to say it anyways because I truly believe um, this statement that life is happening for you, not to you. I believe that we are born into this life with a life path and we have these assignments or these 
things that we are going to go through life doing and experiencing. And I know it's hard thinking about that when it comes to death, when it comes to, for me, like sexual violence. But I truly believe that that happened for me because I have grown. I have come out of my state of being an autopilot because of that. Like I said in the other episode that I um, recorded about this situation, like, I don't know where I would have been if that didn't happen to me. And there were so many lessons that I got to learn from that experience. And I think sometimes it's easier being the victim than being someone that takes charge over the situation and actually learns from it and actually grows because growing is uncomfortable and we love being comfortable. Most people love being comfortable. So actually taking this thing that happened for you and being like, okay, like what is this supposed to teach me? What is this supposed to, or how is this supposed to change my life? And they could, this could be in, area, in any area of your life. I love using relationships as an example because it's a great example and we all go through it. But being like, okay, so this person did not like me. And we didn't end up being in a relationship. Why? Why did this happen? What is it with me? And I've talked about this already a little bit with a reflection. Why is it that this person wasn't the right person for me? What is it with this person that is not aligned with who I want to become or who I am right now? And what is it that I need to change within myself and work on within myself and maybe accept within myself, show up more as my true self? Because life has a tendency to show to show you where in your life you need to make a shift. And maybe for you to be like, For example, if um, someone you love died or passed away. I know for a lot of people, the first thing, the first thought they get is like, wow, life is short. I need to live more. And I'm going to talk more about that later. But yeah, like why? Life is happening for you, not to you. Remember that. And I think everything happens for a reason. Honestly, everything happens for a reason. And that's a great mindset to have because then you're not hyper-focused and like, oh, this did not work out. My life is over. But being like, okay, like this was meant to happen. This is a part of my life and I was supposed to go through this. I was supposed to learn these lessons and I was supposed to have this experience and maybe it opened me more up to love maybe uh, maybe realize that this is not what I desire and you can change your life through that thought number 10 is stop complaining I know that rain is not the most favorable weather 
But why do we complain about it so much? Why is it that rain, which is a natural cause, something that will happen and will continue to happen for the rest of our life, why is it so freaking horrible? I don't get it. It's just water coming down from the sky. And I get it if you've like put your full face of makeup or if you have a wedding and it's raining outside. Like it makes sense. But it is just one tiny thing in your whole life. And we get hyper-focused on that one little thing and makes it ruin our whole day. So instead of being like, shit, it's raining. Fuck, I had this meeting I had to go to. Be like, thank you for the rain. Thank you for nourishing our soil. Thank you for bringing life. Because we can't live without rain. Rain is super necessary. And I'm using this uh, concept because Norwegians... um, If you know, you know, but we love to complain about the weather. That's like our most thing that we love to complain about. And also, like, if the bus is late, if there's traffic, like, we get so pent up, we get so angry, we get so, like, frustrated with that one thing. But it's like, you can't do anything about it. You literally cannot make the traffic disappear. It's not possible. And the more frustrated you get, the worse you'll feel. And if you start being like, accepting what is actually happening and being like, okay, it's out of my control. And if you can do something about it, if there's a scenario you can do something about it, then do something about it. Don't complain about it instead. Number 11. Failure is a part of growing. If you don't fail, if you don't try something, and most likely you will, you will fail at something in the beginning. And if you don't do that, if you don't uh, revise it, if you're not like, okay, I failed. What did I do that made this not work? If you don't do that, you won't grow. You won't actually see any growth in your life and I know for a lot of people the fear of failure is so prominent and like I was saying earlier like we love being comfortable we love being in our comfort zone but if you don't step out of that comfort zone and there might be a possibility that you will fail you won't expand that comfort zone and once you get good at something Once you actually succeed at it, you know, you have a broader perspective on life. You have a broader broader understanding and capacity of doing something even harder. And once you start doing these things over and over again and fail at them and revise it and go back and being like, okay, what can I do different? You will see such an expansion in your life. And even just with this, like with my podcast, for example, I failed previously. I quit my podcast. I didn't quit. Well, life happened. 
And I didn't show up and I kind of failed myself in that way. But now I am doing it again. And if I um, make a mistake, if I might not be super happy and super, you know, um, yeah, if I might not be super happy about how a podcast turned out, that's totally fine. But then I might do it again or I might post it and then um, maybe in a few years I'll revisit the topic and then go back and like if you don't actually start doing things that you are scared of, that you think you might not be the greatest at, you will never learn to be great at it. My dad always used to say like when we were going skating, you will learn most when you fall. Because the next time, you will know not to do that same thing again. You will know that if you um, end up putting the spiky thing in the ice, you'll fall. The tip of the... I, I do figure skating, so that's... Hockey is different, but... And every time you get up, you get a little bit stronger. You get a little bit wiser. So failure is a beautiful thing. Number 12, and this is the last one I'm going to talk about today. We will all die at some point. So choose to live life doing the things you love the most. I think this is one of the biggest mindset shifts that has propelled me on this whole journey that I'm on right now. And... Let's take, for example, New York. I was studying in New York. I could have continued to study, but it wasn't fulfilling me at all anymore. I was dreading going to school. I was just stuck in bed watching Netflix because I just couldn't get myself to do something that I had loved and I still love. But just in that setting and just in that whole with the pandemic and everything like I wasn't loving what I was doing anymore and fast forwarding into now like I just had the most incredible coaching conversation or coaching session with one of my clients yesterday and I almost like I teared up at the end because she was telling me how grateful she is for me holding space for her and have been such a good support for her and this uh, for these past two months. And I was buzzing. I felt the love. I felt the passion for this and for what I do. And I like, I never thought that I could have this life where I could do what I wanted to do, what I love to do. And even with this podcast, I don't know if you guys can tell. <laughs> you probably can't tell, but I am so pumped about doing these things. And I truly love it. I'm like looking forward to recording a podcast episode because I'm like, yeah, this, I need to talk to my people about this. Like they need to know. And I can't imagine going back to a life again where I do things just to make money 
I do things just to get through the day. I look forward to Fridays because then my job is done. My work is done and I have the weekend. And I see that with a lot of youth, at least in my generation. And um, yeah, in my generation, like they go through the week, they might have school and they're dreading every day. They hate to wake up in the morning. And they spend all weekend drinking and partying and just to forget that weekend. And then it's the same routine every single week. And for me now, like I can't, like I wake up so excited being like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. And I also have days where I'm not super excited. And, you know, we go through flows of ups and downs and life is hard, especially when you're doing this work. But actually doing the things that you love, doing the things that light you up will make your life so much better and so much more exciting. And you'll be actually looking forward to living every single day instead of waiting for something to be over and waiting for something to be concluded. And we will die at some point. So why not live your fullest life right now? And that doesn't mean like not do your chores or not um, like we can't live without money. And that's I totally get that. And that's also why I'm getting a part time job. But for me, like it's not just about making that money. I when it comes to picking a part-time job, like I'm uh, applying for a job at Ghani just because I love their clothing. I feel passionate about the work they do. And one of the options for me is to get a job at a school working as an assistant, but I know that's not going to give me anything. I'm not going to be super excited to go to work and be around kids, even though I love kids and um, I truly think that their innocence is so beautiful, but these are going to be like seventh graders. And I know that for where I'm at in my life right now, it would have been fitting like when I was in high school, maybe, but right now, like I need to do things that actually give me joy and actually add something into my life. And the last thing about this is that when you ask a person on their deathbed what their thoughts are and what is going through their mind, most of them talk about the things that they never did, the things that they were afraid of doing and that they regret not doing them. They regret not taking those chances. They regret not telling that person that they love them. Like, these are the things that you will think about when, if you haven't lived your life to the fullest. And I want to be that person that are like, I'm so grateful for everything that I did. I'm so proud of the chances that I took, the places that I went, the people that I actually had the courage to go up to and the connections that I made. 
I don't want to look back and be like, shit, I didn't do th the things that I wanted to do. I want to be like, wow, I lived a full and full life and did further than my expectations. I succeeded my expectations where, on where my life was going to go. That's how I want to end my life. And if that is tomorrow, I am so content with the life that I'm living right now, even just as a 22-year-old. So do the things that you truly, truly love. And for me, that has been to follow my purpose and to really figure out what my purpose is. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm very pumped. Um, these are the topics that truly, I just got shivers oh, my, down my legs. But these are the topics that I truly, truly burn for. And I had so much fun recording this episode. And it's a longer one, I know. But I think these things are so, so important to remember. And... You might not, you know, get into all these mindset shifts all at once and them happening right now, but actually, you know, start having the awareness. I think that's the most important first step, like start having the awareness around your life. What is showing up for you? How are you actually living your life and are you truly enjoying it? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you've come this far and listened to the whole episode. I'm so, so grateful for you yet again. And if you want to connect further, my Instagram account will be linked in the show notes. And I also want to know if there are any mindset shift that has changed your life. I'm so super curious and I'm sure I have more, but these are just like the 12 that um, have really made a big impact in my life. Also, share this with someone you love. Share this with someone that you feel would really benefit from, um, yeah, starting to look at life in a little, in a different way. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.